Hello and welcome to the 20th episode of oh, our show, wow. Center Spot. Wow. 20th episode, boys. We've got our wow. madness. <laughs> madness. On today's show, we'll be giving you our review of the Premier League action from last weekend. We're talking boxing. Big news in the boxing world this week. We're talking UFC. We're talking NFL. We'll be talking it all. We'll be giving you our top five Premier League CBs of all time. And we'll be giving you cop or drop. It's going to be a packed show. With me today, I have... Cameras Back again. Come on. Nife Bali. And the controversial man, it's LT. <laughs> there he is. So, boys, let's go straight into the Premier League. The wild, wild, wild game of the weekend. Chelsea versus Man City. Four all draw. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get many like that. We said it after the Chelsea Spurs game, 4-1, mm -hmm. but this top that. Exactly. 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, it's I think... Absolutely insane. I think it's credit to Chelsea before we even get into the actual game. Credit to Chelsea, they've, in a week, scored eight goals. Yeah. And they yeah. couldn't, they couldn't buy a goal yeah. before. So, yeah. maybe something's clicked. Maybe they've, they've figured something out. I don't know, but they... Does it been... say more about Chelsea, though, that against the top teams that come out and uh, attack them? Yeah. That's they, a can, they can, That's yeah. a really they can get in behind, whereas when a team sits in a low block, they struggle. Yeah. I mean, you boys said it yourself when Spurs were playing, you know, it's against a low block. That's why you kind of had such a go at Spurs because yeah. it's a low block side. That's where they really sort of traditionally struggled recently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it's a fair play. But even in the... But still so, you know, yeah. to score eight goals against, you know, two very informed teams. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Is definitely, but uh, even more of the City that. one is the chances they had, they were clinical with them. They were quality. They, they, against they, they, Spurs, they were just missing yeah. everything. Yeah. But see, they really put them in the sword. against Spurs. They, they were yeah, good, Chelsea man. They, they, were, they were Sterling. Yeah, looks unbelievable. We'll get on to Sterling later, but Sterling was tall, Carl Walker apart. Apart, and that you rarely ever see someone do that to Carl Walker as well. You do have to think maybe he spent so many years playing, playing Carl yeah. Walker, like at City and in England, that yeah. he just knows all of that guy's yeah. weaknesses and could just destroy him yeah. in those. But he was so good, man, and Cole Palmer. He's Drury, <laughs> City's boy, <laughs> becomes Chelsea's, Chelsea's man. man. Yeah. That is top level commentary. <laughs> top right level commentary. Is it Nifa? That is. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That really is. We're accepting now, yeah. boy. It's, yeah, it's I like that, man. I don't know. He that. really knows yeah, what he's doing. I, I, you know what? In the, in the moment, it sounds much better than how it came oh, from me. But, yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know what? I, I like Peter Drury, but sometimes I just listen to him and I think, like, oh my God, I just, I don't know. I think he's doing too much. He's doing too much. No, it's like that. I, don't, I, I get it, look, it's all theatre, you know, it's, it's part of the circus, but just bring back Martin Tyler. No, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Peter no. Drury for the win, man. He's a Drury. That, that guy was so dry, Martin Tyler, man. <laughs> he, 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 there was the goal, I think I remember it, of uh, Liverpool, when Saka scored the penalty against Liverpool last season to make it 3-2. And you could listen to the Peter Drury commentary yeah. and the Martin Tyler commentary. And it was just two different two yeah. different levels, man. And to be fair, you could also tell, like, it was so, like, if you compared two different goals going in for, like, two different teams, you could tell which one he actually Yeah, exactly. Tyler was a United fan, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, way, the way we reacted to Martial. Martial that's literally yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, really? Martial's first goal, he went absolutely nuts. Oh, yeah? Man. <laughs> but a good a good two points drop for City mm -hmm. very very good because it's made a hell of a title race right now you've got yeah. Liverpool and Arsenal one point behind City right now and Spurs what two points behind City right now yeah. Yeah. so you've all four of those teams Villa, are well Villa in it right behind. now and United behind. United seven behind yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep dreaming fella hey, hey. we've got a dream but I think uh, I think on City it's 
it's somewhat nervy the fact that they're yeah. still top of the table because they haven't actually played that well this but year. They've had they've had quite nice games yeah. up until now. I, like they've lost to Arsenal, they've drawn to Chelsea, lost to Wolves, lost to Wolves, uh, and then I, I can't think of another big team they have faced yet. They haven't played Spurs, haven't played um, Liverpool yet. They will this weekend. Beat United. That's an easy game, man. Be United. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah, I don't even know why I brought that up. That's not everyone beats United, man. You're a lot of bored. You're a lot of bored. But yeah, City are a little bit worrying that they haven't hit their stride and they normally do in the second exactly. half of the season and yeah. they are still top of the table. Yeah. And they haven't got they haven't got De Bruyne at the moment. Exactly. Well. So when yeah. De Bruyne comes back, you know De Bruyne is like, he, he loves other Premier League charts. And another thing is that we we had a, a somewhat controversial idiot, I'll call him, say that Haddam's on fraud watch. Wait for <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne to come back and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's yeah. a message for you, MBK. I don't know where you are, but that's a message <laughs> what, what happened to that fraud? Uh, got kicked off, mate. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's go on to another big game from this weekend. A screamer, in my opinion. <laughs> Wolves versus Tottenham. Wolves scored two late goals past 90 minutes to beat Tottenham 2-1 after their 4-1 loss to Chelsea. Sariba, Sarabia and Lamina with yeah. the 90th minute winners. Camers Lee, how are you feeling, fella? Yeah. Um, I just want to start off by saying I've never been prouder. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, obviously a disappointing result for the boys there. Um, a real sort of sucker, a real sucker punch. Um, you hate to lose games like that. And also as a Spurs fan, to be honest with you, we, we've been quite blessed recently um, in the sense that we're normally the team doing the late, last minute comeback. So to have the shoe on the other foot, it really was a sore one to take. But you know what? You sleep on things, don't you? You know, you let t time, your time, as they say, is the greatest healer. And um, I'm feeling pretty healed about things. And, I, you know, let's put this in perspective, boys, right? So firstly, let's give credit to Wolves. I know with your hat and Ife, you obviously didn't save him today, uh, which is good to see. Uh, but this, this is a team that's beaten Man City. They've gotten respectable points at Newcastle, Aston Villa. Definitely should have got something at United, right? So we're not talking about, you know, so, some mugs off the street here. These are, these are a decent team who, um, if you don't give them enough respect, which we obviously didn't in the final seven minutes, um, they can punish you. Um, I also want to say something about Gary O'Neill. Because I feel like he's been very underrated this season. I think he's done a really good job. I think it was a disgrace the way Bournemouth tripped him and by sacking him in the yeah, yeah, that was I think that's 100%, definitely going to come back to bite them. I hope it actually does. It kind of already has, man. Yeah. Um, I, 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 honestly, I've, yeah. I've really I've got a lot of time for Gary now, especially after his Monday Night Football he did a few weeks ago. Yeah. If you saw that, boys, I thought it was yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, you know, fair play to Wolves. They, they, kept, they stuck at it. They had loads of good chances throughout the game. Spurs, you know, it was one of those performances from Spurs that if you win it, you say that's, the, that's a sign of um, contenders. Um, <laughs> um, only you yeah, yeah. the c word the c word the c word but you know look let's i'll move on to tottenham now um and you know what the, the the reason why i'm not too down in the dumps because if someone told me at the beginning of the season the day after we sold harry kane right that you you've got this new manager coming in who's going to completely revolutionize the way you've been playing football for the past half a decade right who in this first 12 games is going to have you two points off the top right two points off the top mm. right you've only lost two games and also you've sold your best striker arguably the league's ever had definitely Tottenham's ever had definitely England's ever had right oh. the day before the season oh, started oh, you're making it's a bit right, some bold statements right here well, well, well we can disagree on how he came later but you know he's up there right for sure and he's a very important player for Spurs um, to say we'd be two points off the top having only lost two games with the yeah. start having played Arsenal away having played um, Liverpool United I would have bitten your hand off so yeah. look obviously from where we've been you know it's, it's not as nice you know, uh, you know especially behind Arsenal that's always a sore one um, but you know what? I can't be too disappointed. And I know for a fact that when we have our full team out there, 
um, we can we can beat teams like Wolves. We can beat much better teams than Wolves. Right. So it's just about it's about getting you know look. Well, let's just get to January if we can. Um, let's reevaluate and then we go again. Not Louis Thompson, yeah, let loose. I, 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 I think I think I think it's important. I think it's important to say. Okay, you know. We're going to win the league. Okay, no, no. My, my head went. My head. I accept. <laughs> I accept Spurs are winning every game, and I thought, oh my god, they're actually going to do something this season. But it's it's come tumbling down very quickly. Don't get it. Don't get it fooled. Yeah, this guy is so upset. He's not. He's not. Oh, oh, we're only two points off the top. He thought they were going to win the league. He and Ben Gray, all the other Spurs fans, thought they were going to win the league this year. This guy's crying. Yeah. In, inside, he's in tears right now, and they deserve it as well because what they've been saying every week, they've been disgraceful this season. The Spurs fans, disgraceful the way they've been talking, saying that everyone else is everyone else is like the way what we've been saying. So everyone else is what you just, everyone, you just everyone, everyone, everyone else has been so everyone else has been terrible. terrible. I, I remember last week. I watched last week's podcast. I watched last week's podcast. I watched last week's podcast, and I heard you say, "We've done you. We've done you. We've done you. We've done you." We did. Well, we've done you. We did Liverpool. We did United. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. This is this is it for Spurs now. They're gonna go tumbling down the table. They got Man City soon. They're gonna go tumbling down. They'll be sixth by Christmas. They'll be sixth by Christmas. Chelsea above them, and then it's gonna be like, oh my god, can we make it to Europa League next year? That's what's gonna happen. That's where you're going from here, son. Well, it's an interesting game for Tottenham this week against Aston Villa. Like that's a big telltale of where you are actually gonna finish because you've got a team on the edge of Champions League football, probably looking like they're going to get Europa League football. So you've got to go out and win that, but with a weakened team. I mean, look, I think a couple of things, I don't want to start making excuses. La- last week, um, it was like kind of the first opportunity for Ange to play with these. Like, Dyer hadn't played a minute until mm. Chelsea in, in the Premier League. We had three three of our back four were fullbacks, mm. you know. So hopefully a, do- a doggy's back this week too. So the team's starting to come back together a little bit. You know, look, I appreciate where Lou's coming from. He's obviously extremely excited at the moment. And fair play to him. I, I would be too if the shit was the other foot. But let's not get too carried away here. We've lost two very important players in Van der Ven and Madison. They'll be back at the beginning of January. But then we've got Romero coming back in three weeks. The team will slowly start to come back together again. And are you seriously telling me that, that you know, look, again, we, we probably should have got... You all expected some Wolves, Spurs to get something from that Wolves game. Yeah, right? It was just a last minute sort of head loss from Spurs, which is, you know, it's typical Tottenham. Don't get me wrong. Um, but look, I mean, look, the game against Villa, for, I mean, why, why I'm still kind of hoping about that is you look at Villa's away record this year, fine, they've won, what, 13 on the bounce at home or something ridiculous. I don't know if they've still got that record going, but they've won an unbelievable record at home. Away from home, though, in my opinion, it's got, they have a little bit left to be desired. They do, yeah, yeah. And I think Spurs, you know, we've had a, it's, the atmosphere at uh, White Hart Lane this season, um, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium has been unbelievable. Even after the Chelsea game, the fans fully behind. Look, the fans. Yeah, look, maybe but that was bit, that was fueled with yeah, hope no, 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 of not, a title challenge, no, not, and that's gone. No, there wasn't yeah. the hope of a title challenge. Yes, there was. Yes, there was. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You're trying to come out. You're trying to be modest. Sorry, 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 sorry. I've been speaking on this podcast for about. You said contenders. Contenders. Off camera, you said you're not contenders. You're going to win, mate. Find the video. Yeah, off you camera. Want, I just said. Yeah, exactly. Off yeah. camera. Prove it. No, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I reject there those claims. Right? There we go. I never. And also, even off camera. Okay, I look. It'd be completely delusional for me to think Spurs had a chance of winning the league this year because <laughs> I know I know the disappointment that I'd never really get. For me, my expectations have been purely set at top four because I know that's an achievable. That's quite achievable from what I've seen this season, mm-hmm. right? And like, mate, I get enough disappointment from disappointment from sporting Spurs. Do I need any more by getting my hopes <laughs> up for thinking we're going to win the league? Seriously, okay? the hopes like, definitely went up. Like, I tell you my hopes, man. I tell you my hopes. Went up. I tell you what my hopes were. This is me being completely honest. He was saying that they weren't going to get injuries right? and stuff. Here's, yeah, here's, here's what I think. Here's I honestly thought, and I still do, there's a potential that we could come second. 
I think I honestly look at them from an Arsenal and I'm like, honestly, bro, Van der Ven <laughs> and Madison are out until the new year. They're going to miss all of the Christmas games. Like, I don't think you realise how important Van der Ven and Madison were to your yeah. team. Get your squad right. Get your Van der Ven right. was literally we're essential mate, to that Ange tactic. Mate, we're not, mate, I'm, of course he is. Of course. And so was Madison. Yeah. Mate, yeah. but listen, listen. Now, out until the new year, you've got so many games up until then. Mate. It's embarrassing, really. It's embarrassing. You've crumbled. <laughs> you've crumbled after a couple of injuries. You've okay. absolutely crumbled. Well, we are hard, mate. Hard, yeah? It's embarrassing. <laughs> Um, we played what six, like what 120 minutes of football since those injuries happened, and in those five goals, in those actually six, yeah, sorry, six goals. In in again, sorry, if you could let me finish, boys. <laughs> um, in those games, right? I think there's a lot from Spurs that have given me confidence that they can play without some of their key players, right? And again, key players are coming back into the team. Your Romero's, your Doggies. Um, mm. Brennan Johnson's just come back in. And annoyingly, Richarlison's gone out for like six weeks because he's got like a pelvic issue or something. Is that not a good thing? <laughs> well, you know, but he, he, you know, he, he in games he's come on and changed it. For example, Sheffield United. So it's, that's bad timing in a sense. But look, again, Spurs aren't going to go and lose the next ten games if they do. Cut, you, that's obviously you can come back and show me that one in a bit. But I think we'll stick in there. And look, I, I you know, look, I'll be completely honest. I, I look at Arsenal. I look at Liverpool. And I don't think they're, you know, the, the, the fully strength, you know, powerful sides that they have been over the past couple of years, respectively. Better so, squads, um, though. Better squads. So, be sure. Better, better, better squads. Because Arsenal and Liverpool not, have had injuries all through sure. the year and we're still... Absolutely, there. No, absolutely. You've got a better squad. But I'm not writing off Spurs season. That's my Of course. I, but I find it interesting now that Cameron's using the injury. The injury yeah, topic is an excuse. When I said on the maybe third episode, yeah. United yeah. had X amount of yeah. injuries and you said that's not... Yeah. Can I tell you the difference between that? Because that was like a week and a half after the transfer window shot. Yeah, right? yeah but still... Man United are the biggest club in the you world. You can't account for injuries. You spent, yeah. you spent two billion in 15 years. Like, Cam you know what? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. All right, you, you can't, let's, can't account for people getting injured. Let's, 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 yeah. Injuries are an excuse. Sometimes. Yeah, they, they genuinely are. Sometimes teams get unlucky and you get injuries yeah. and it happens and it can be an excuse. Yeah. It's It's not... So a great excuse, but it is. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, it's you've been doing it, you've been you, doing it to everyone else. You were saying that injuries aren't yeah. an excuse. You've banged on about Saliba being an excuse to Arsenal last year. Injuries are an excuse. Yeah. Okay. If you lose your best players, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Let's go on to Everton being in a good run of form. They've won three of their last five, drawn one to Brighton and lost one to Liverpool. Looking, looking decent. They've beaten Palace away 3-2 and West Ham away. So mm. a bit of a resurgence from Everton. Don't look like they're going down. And we're going to get that new stadium from Everton next year, which is going to... It looks cool. decent. And so if, if, I don't know if you've seen like the 3D plans of it. It looks mm. pretty good. Yeah, it looks well, I've seen... Uh, it's already, it's pretty, a lot of it's already... Yeah, yeah, yeah I love seats in it. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. someone walk up the uh, stand of it the other day. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, much, pretty much there. They're installing seats, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. Is, is the 12-point deduction, is that fake news? Or is that... Yeah, is that it doesn't look like it. It's a good, it's a good shout. Like yeah, you, I brought Everton this year. You're almost saying, you know what... this. Best chance will you would give us the top yeah. production this the, year because yeah. it's like the best we're looking for. The, well, they'd be bottom of the table with two points that, or something. They'll be out. They'll be out. The, if they if you give them twelve points now, they'll be out of the relegation zone. Makes think, it tough. Yeah. That that it news being that Everton financial fair play issues will give them. A Which if that does election. happen and nothing happens to City is a disgrace. Oh, but something will happen to City. Well, yeah, then it'll t it'll know. take a lot That's longer to do City and then it'll yeah, take. City's going to take like four years apparently. Yeah, something exactly. I think Everton's been in the works for quite a long time. I remember hearing about their yeah. financial fair play issues in COVID. Well, so, I mean, they spent a ridiculous amount of money. Like, exactly. The fact that they're even like, we're saying, oh, they might not get relegated this year. <laughs> it's too much money. They should, be, they should be doing what Villa are doing right now. In fact, they've been in the league much longer than Villa have, so they should be much further ahead. Like, if yeah. I was a fan of them, I'd be like, serious questions about that. But that, that then just goes back to how your football club is run. Mm. And yeah. They've been run poorly. Yeah, if your club is run poorly, then you don't really yeah. keep, give yourself a good chance of actually doing something. What about Newcastle's 2-0 loss to Bournemouth? This this shocked all of us, I think. I think no one had 
the no. Bournemouth win on the bomb. Yeah. It, Kieran Trippier is the main point from this of beefing the fans yeah. after. Nife, do you think he should have reacted to the fans or just stayed silent? I Apparently, mean, it was one fan as well. He's apologised. So. But I, I think I think I quite like it as a football fan. To, like if the passion. Because yeah. what he's saying is actually right. It's like, dude, listen, like so we've been injuries. banging about about the injuries. They have so many <laughs> <We're> <laughs> going, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> injuries, right? So they have so many injuries. Their team, they're playing eighteen-year-olds, starting eighteen-year-olds, bringing eighteen-year-olds on from the bench. You can't really expect them to win every single game with those sort of players. Not ready, mm. right? So I understand his passion, and I like it as a football fan. I like to see my players do that. Yeah. Should he have done it for one? One fan, probably not. He should have probably nah. just clapped it and walked off. But I, lo I love seeing it. That's I think the majority of fans were applauding them. And playing devil advocates, uh, Kira Trippier's point here. Though. Yeah. And look, I appreciate they've, they've been looking at the sort of financial fair play and doing things in a sustainable way, especially compared to like, you know, your cities and Chelsea's. But they're the richest club in the world by like 20 times, you know? Like, mm -hmm. what was stopping them from going out and financial fair play? Cover? But, you know, you could have, look, but, you know, if I'm saying. Like who was that? Who was that? Who was the left back they brought in? Uh, Livermento and stuff like that. Like you know, they brought in these 18, 19 year old sort of these cute cultured players. Right? But they're build, they're building like, for the future. But, no, you, but, no, but these, but the, you know, Newcastle. Like, the reason why this guy is so upset is because you know you've set a standard now. You're in the Champions League. Mm -hmm. Like right? you're meant to be one of the top four clubs in the country in the most best in the best league yeah. in the world, right? Like going these results where you go to Bournemouth now and lose two 0 like that is unacceptable. Right? And it, look, I mean, if it, dep it depends what Newcastle want to be as a club. If Kieran Trippier wants to be a sort of uh, temperamental team that you know can beat City one week and then lose to lose in the next, yeah. let them be that. But if you want to be a big team, mate, then you know that's a, a fair play to the fan. Asking they're not, they're not, team, they're not a big team. 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 They're the same size as Leeds. They're the same size as Nottingham Forest. They're not a massive team. Those are big teams. They've got a lot of money now. They've got a lot of money now. But I knew from the start of the season they wouldn't do as well from last season. The expectations were too high. They're crashing out the Champions League. Why do you not think they'd do as well? I, just, I could just tell they weren't going to do as well because yeah, it, well, it, it, it was like it was like, mate, like, like well, it was because 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 last season they did they they overdid it they overdid it everyone thought no one thought they would get top four that early oh, right after no one, one season be, yeah. so they get top four and then it's like this is what they should be doing at this stage yeah. which is like they're building and now they're what they're top ten probably eight, eight, probably going league. out of the Champions League now as well crashing cr absolutely crashing out the Champions good League. good start to the Champions League but yeah yeah poor 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 ending poor, poor. I mean, they've got to be what PSG away and AC Milan at home. Yeah, yeah, something it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to. It really is not going to happen. But we yeah. probably predict that they beat PSG for one at home. So yeah, yeah true. Yeah, probably football. Anything's we'll possible. Yeah, anything's possible. All right. Do we want Newcastle to qualify? I'd like to see Newcastle definitely not to the knockouts. Yeah, your, I wouldn't mind it. Do, do can we? I think do you support apart from like Man City or Spurs for you boys? Like, do you support? Other English clubs in Europe, or do you want them to go out? And no, I, I support. Like, I, I, I'd support Newcastle. Yeah, but on the team. Yeah, Villa in the Europa League. I'd support it. I'd support an English club. Which teams do you want to lose in the Champions League out of interest as a Guna? Uh, Spurs, Manu, Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, and City. To be honest, yeah. the, the big boys. No, I like Liverpool. I can't lie. Okay. Yeah, I like Liverpool. I respect Klopp. So you have to play them in the final. I like the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't love that, but yeah, no, I I quite like Liverpool. I like the way they play. So I'm a fan, yeah. but let's let's go on from Champo and Newcastle and just run through a couple of the other results. Arsenal beat Burnley three one. Louis T. Yeah. You said about Aaron Ramsdale's dad coming out and piping up for him. I thought that was a very stupid thing for Aaron Ramsdale's, Ramsdale's dad to do. If every single player that ever got dropped and their parents came out and said yeah. something, it would be an absolute fiasco. And that is a fiasco from Ramsdale's dad to do that. Just keep like, don't get involved. Keep like, he's been dropped. He's been dropped because. 
Arteta rates another keeper better than them. That's yeah. what it is. Like you got to get on, get on with it. Get do well in training, do better in the FA Cup, so then you'll get you'll get your chance again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't look great in the performance against West Ham, yeah. did he? It's exactly how you don't get your place back when yeah. you've got parents coming out saying, "Oh, we, we yeah, like, causing he's, trouble." He's, he's upset. He's got he's lost his smile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got to go. In my opinion, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. But mate, we 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 take good money for if yeah. someone comes and gives us good money for Chelsea. Not, not as good money as you would have got last summer. Is, no, if you, send, if you send a season on the bench, your, your value drops at least. No, I think I think they, I think they can get good money from Chelsea for him. I, I think yeah. Chelsea what, actually what, do what, need what to keep. Price tag on it. If you're 40, 40 million, 50, 40 million, 40, 45 tops. How much do you pay for Wire if you were to sign him? Thirty. Thirty. We bought, we bought Rabs over twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. So so how are you buying? I want to double. How are you buying Wire for thirty? And then like which well, club? Which like special self-respecting club? Would say, oh, so you just bought your first team keeper for thirty, and now you're trying to sell us your sub. Yeah, but we just made a good deal in the market. It was Ramsdale is worth, especially with the homegrown, the homegrown factor as well. So so we bought we bought him for twenty five when he was getting relegated from Sheffield United, and now we're going to sell. We've proven that he can he can play. You wouldn't, but like when now now he's an England keeper as well, and he's been playing fantastically. He was he was on. Premier League, he was in a Premier League team of the year last year. He's going to yeah. get us over 40, 50 million. 25 years old. I, I think so. I think so. But let's, uh, <laughs> elsewhere, <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool beat Brentford 3-0. They were seriously impressive. I was at Anfield watching that and uh, I, Liverpool scared me. I can't lie. I didn't think that they were that much of a threat at the beginning yeah. of the season. But having watched that live is quite scary because the, the directness of their play is just... It's, it's so different to like Arsenal when I've seen Arsenal live where play a lot of passes around the box. Liverpool is literally just like get the ball into the forwards, go. Attack, sprint, like pace, mm. get pace in behind. It's, it's a scary, scary prospect, Liverpool. I, I think they might actually have a chance this year. I think they got a chance. I, I think it's going to be City. Well, I said Arsenal are going to win the league, but my mind's getting slightly changed oh, yeah. as, as, the, as the season goes on, it's changing a little bit, but... I think Liverpool, City, and Arsenal will be top three. Oh, All right, so, definitely. Yeah. Well, there's 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 one man that I want to at from Twitter this week. I saw a tweet from United Trey <laughs> that he said, "Let your apologies be as loud as your disrespect was." And it's 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 a graphic of Manu's last last five matches mm-hmm. being top of the form chart in the Premier League. And I'd just like to say, United Trey, you beat Luton in 18th, Fulham in 16th, Sheffield United in 19th. Brentford in 11th and lost 3-0 to City at home. And the actual record of Man United in the last five games is you've won two and lost three. You've lost to Copenhagen and two 3-0 losses to City and Newcastle. Your last 10 games, five losses, five wins, including losses to Galatasaray and Crystal Palace. You guys stink. My disrespect will be louder than it ever was on Eric Baldhag. He stinks. You stink. Nife Bali. Do you stink? <laughs> Two pence and you, mate. I'm angry, man. Wow. I'm, a bit tray, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, he triggered me. It was, it, it was, I a, it was the triggering tweet of the week, mate. <laughs> I can tell. It was the triggering Bloody tweet hell. of the week. Um, yeah. I, think, I think it's a tough one. I think we've... With, uh, with the form that we had at the start of the season, you would have said those games we would have dropped points. Or some of them, at least, we would have dropped points. Yeah. Right? And to get them over the line with wins is a big thing, especially just for the confidence of the team. Like you watch Rashford play, doesn't look confident. Ever some other players look like they're building something. Garnacho looks good. Hoyland looks like he's tr- getting trying to do things right. Fernandez is Fernandez. Other players are coming to the form. McTominay. You know, people are actually 
do, it's beginning to do something. So I don't mind winning those games. Obviously, it's papering over cracks. So again, we need to change the whole structure of the club. I know Richie Arnold's resigned, uh, which is going to be... Has he resigned thing. or is he... He's stepping down. Stepping Whether down. he's resigned or he's down. Is that the end yeah. of the year? The calendar? No, yeah. he's, he's going, He's going. like, I think in the next couple of weeks. Oh, wow. oh really? Yeah, next oh, couple okay. of weeks. Um, which obviously coincides with Jim Ratcliffe kick, taking over yep. 25%. Mm. Um, and then he's bringing in... He's uh, definitely said to get out to Richard Arnold, right? Yeah, he's 100%. definitely said. He's bringing out. in... Uh, he's bringing his own football team. Yeah, I think it's Jean-Claude Blanc or something like that. Some guy that he's worked with before who's going to come in as the footballing sporting director or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we need something like that. Someone who's actually just going to concentrate on the sporting matters because the Glazers clearly don't give a shit about what happens at United. As long as they're taking the dividends out, they don't really care. So yeah. we need a full restructure and then hopefully we can we can actually do something. Can I just ask me if I've, just you saying that, I've come to a bit of a hypothesis. <laughs> I'd, I'd be interested if you agree. Okay. Um, do you think United's problem, and I think it's been the problem since Fergie's left, right? Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, and I think it's been said before, but it, it's United have basically been built around a team of individuals. You know, you've just said a few there, you know, your Fernandes, your Garnachos, um, all very good players. Players like Hoyland, for example. Mm. And, you know, you say those names, I'm thinking like, why are they so trash? But is that, like, what will it take to really, like, is, is ten, does Ten Hag the man to do that? Again, I said it last week, I don't think Ten Hag has the personality to do that. I think he has the footballing ideas, but- Is the, that a recruitment issue, potentially? Like, you're not, like, you're not bringing in the right sort of team to the sort of- Yeah, there's a recruitment chemistry. issue. We're not bringing in people who want to be part of a team. We're bringing in individuals who want to be the man, right? Mm -hmm. And every single team, you look at Arsenal, you look at City, you have the man, but you have other people who are willing to let the man I be the man. I don't know whether you've done that though in recent years. It's, you haven't brought in guys that are meant to be the man. Like you Fernandes, who's supposed to be the man. For Ronaldo, in. But Ronaldo's yeah, supposed to be the man. Whelan Maguire's supposed guy, to be the he's, man. He's not scored a goal in the Prem this year. Yeah, but that's, that's Ten Hag's philosophy then going, okay, well, it's not worked in the past. Let me bring in young people or I can build into something, right? Yeah. So that's that's where the, that's where the, the I think there's a, there's a miscommunication almost between the people at the top and mm. what Ten Hag actually wants. So you have someone as a sporting director who's going to link them both. Okay, what do you want for your team? And then what does the business side actually want? Yeah. Then you have a mesh. Because now Ten Hag is going, well, supposedly we can't sign more than three first team players a season or something stupid like that. Mm. Getting a sporting director saying, okay, listen, we actually need to do something to get the team back to where it's going to be. Because if all you care about is money, if the team's doing well, you get more money. Yeah. It's bloody common sense. Yeah. I do, I do think Ten Hag will end up going. I always said, I always said that, and, and I, I think I think it's because um, it's like you see of Emery, Emery mm. when he's doing so well at Villa, but not well as not as well as Arsenal, is because I think when you're at the big big clubs, Pressure. you need the big managers with big personalities, yeah. like mm. Pep at City, Klopp at Liverpool, Arteta, he's a big personality, Ange, big personality. Like when you're at those big clubs, you've got to be number one, yeah, because these players, these players like. They, they dream of coming to those type of clubs. Mm -hmm. And when they come, they, they, their ego probably inflates massively. Of course. So when you're at Man United, you need someone who's got such a presence about boss. them, who is obviously the boss. Ten Hag doesn't give off that energy. No. But the thing is, it's, it's interesting though, because last season we were saying, we love the fact that Ten Hag is like putting people in his place. When he benched Rashford, every United fan was like, mm. oh, bloody hell, no, none of the last three managers would have done that. Rashford would have started that game. It's but it's almost like it's flipped on its head. Where it's now like he does like, that in the wrong way, though, because yeah. you don't want to be benching Rashford out of all the guys in the Man U team. That's not the guy you want to prove the point on, because mm. you want to keep him long term. You want to um, have him as part of the Man U team because he's he is one of your stars. I mean, when Arteta benched Aubameyang for being late, I think it was more he saw him going. Yeah, I think it was more of this is a chance for me to prove my point and get rid of the guy. Okay. So, whereas against Rashford, it seems like a weird decision because that's the kind of guy that could 
turn a dressing room against you. Maybe Sancho is a similar situation See, where you want him to be part of the Man U team, but because he's created a war with him, he could have an influence on the dressing actually, room as well. I actually don't think Ten Hag fancy Sancho at all. Yeah. I, 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 I think, mean, it's not his signing, yeah. is it? It's not his yeah. signing. I don't think he's like... Sancho hasn't shown anything in a United shirt to make me think you actually fit the way this guy wants to play. Yeah. He's playing him false nine in preseason. <laughs> yeah. But that's, he starts Anthony. He plays Anthony. Yeah, that's Anthony. Anthony, I think, is a loyalty thing. I said last week, I don't mm. want to see him play right wing ever again. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it makes sense. I think we should honestly put it in the bin and say we, we made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Swap him for Pedro Neto. We know about them. Yeah. 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 We know about them. But, you know. You know, we saw last year um, uh, Ted Bowley come in and get rid of Tuchel. The year before that, yeah. uh, the, the Saudis came in and got rid of Steve Bruce. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jim Ratliff players coming in now. Mm. What, where do United have to be? What, what does what does Ten Hag have to, what does Ten Hag have to do to keep his job? So, if you said you get rid of him at the end of the year, yeah, absolute tops, right? Jim Ratcliffe might not have the same view on you. So he won't. How, do you, how, do you, how does he keep his job safe? In your opinion, I think it's going to be. I, if I was Ten Hag, I'd be worried because yeah, all I'm yeah, reading, I would, I would too. All I'm I reading right good. now is Jim Ratcliffe is going to get rid of Ten Hag. He's going to get rid of Casemiro. He's going. To, he wants to get rid of Anthony. He wants to get rid of Sancho. So he wants. He's he's coming in right to put his mark on the football club and say, yeah. this is the way I want it to be done. Mm, I'm going to put people who are going to follow my ideology. If you're not with it, you're flipping out the door. Well, we'll, we'll see how Jim Ratcliffe does with that because it's easier said than done of to course. just get rid of guys. But we'll see if Manu still stink when he comes in. <laughs> what is going on with Raheem Sterling and Gareth Southgate? We're obviously on the international break right now. And England have the games against Malta and North Macedonia. Sterling has missed out on the last five squads and three times when there's been withdrawals, he's not been called in. So Southgate has kind of used this excuse of, I can't drop the forwards from the Italy game, mm -hmm. the Italy qualifier game. But then when, I can't remember who it was this, this, this week that dropped out, but Cole Palmer's been brought in ahead of Sterling. It's like, yeah. what is going on between the two? Because he was, he was a guaranteed call-up for it's so long. A, it's a joke, I'm sorry. There's yeah. no way you, you can tell me. Over the last couple of weeks, Sterling has not been better than Rashford. I'm going to use Rashford as an example. Yeah, yeah. So how does it, one, make sense to not put him over Rashford if you're saying you pick players based on form? Yeah. So that's, that's Sterling also. But then there's also the James Ward-Prowse thing. James Ward-Prowse yeah. has been incredible. Calvin Phillips sits on the bench for 90 minutes yeah. every single week. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets in the team. There's so many things. But again, with the Sterling thing, I generally think, and he, he got asked it in a press conference, do you have an issue with Sterling? He said, mm. no, I think it's bollocks. He said, no, well, could the issue be stemming from the World Cup where we had that Senegal game and he went, he flew back home and missed the Senegal game because his house got burgled. Oh, and it's, can't, surely can't be that, can it? It's, I mean, it's, he misses that game and is that being held against him? He's, he came out when he missed he missed out on the squad for Scotland versus Ukraine and Sterling was quoted saying he's not particularly happy. So is it those kind of things where he's gone out and given the media some, some, some fuel yeah. and he's missed a game in the World Cup because he went home because his house got burgled? Yeah. Is Southgate holding those things against him? Potentially. Southgate really makes me sick, man. Well, he really, really makes me <laughs> sick as a manager. I just think the guy is such a joke. I think... If England put their best starting eleven out there, I think we'd probably be the best in the world, or maybe second best after France. But like by a distance, I mm. just think our team's unbelievable. Southgate's a utter disgrace. When you when you get when you get rid of him right now, agreed. Before um the Euros or the World Cup, get rid of him right now because I want to win something. We're not going to win anything. <laughs> uh, just to play devil's advocate yeah. here, 
you know, look, if you look at Raheem Sterling, he's been, he, he wasn't at the best of form when, when it, towards the end of his career at Man City. And, you know, Chelsea have been all over the shop for the, you know, like, especially last year too. Um, and so, and look, yeah, I get what you're saying. There's been some players coming in and stuff. Is there an argument to say, look, there's a settled squad there? Calvin Phillips has been in the squad Wait, a long time. Mm, Starling Star- Star- was in the squad all the time and he's brilliant for England. Yeah, then he's he brilliant got, for England. Yeah. You know, once you're dropped and then you do moves, he's, you know, he's coming to the end of his... I Look, I'm, I'm, I'm only playing... Only, I, I tend to... You know what's like shocked 29. me? I thought you were about to say that he's coming to the end of his career or whatever. He's 28, bro. Oh, yeah. He's Sterling young. is 28. He has been around forever, but... He's been playing since he was 17 in Liverpool squad. He's so young. It's crazy to me that he's 28. When I saw that the other day, I was like, what? He's still got it, man. He's still got it. You Dude. can see it when he plays week in, week out. For we- England, for England, for England, he's unbelievable. He's, yeah. he's been our star at so many tournaments. Euro In the Euros, he was our best player, scored against Germany. I mean, the guy's been unbelievable. It's dis- it's disgusting how Southgate's treating him. And yeah. he's put back in the score. Grealish, yet to score this season. And he's still in- getting picked ahead of It doesn't make sense. He, he, the guy bangs on, uh, uh, on about the fact that he plays people based on merit, right? Yeah. You're literally contradicting yourself every single time you put out a squad. You're embarrassing. Like, it's actually just generally embarrassing. And the fact that so many people still support him no. baffles me. Yeah. Generally baffles but, uh, me. I, I, but who do you bring in? What I would say is, you know, it's very uh, easy for us to say here, sit here and say, you know, this player should come in this week and this player should come in the next month because mm. he's been on two months of good form. You know, football fans are very much in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, we remember who's in good form now. Mm. And, we, you know, there's players that we probably spoke about six months ago. We say, how are they not in the team? And now they're, you know, they're on a bad run of form. Forgive me, no one's really coming to mind at this point in time. <laughs> uh, but, Sterling, know, Sterling in the World Cup was in horrendous form. When yeah. he got picked for that squad, and and I, I feel like there's definitely an argument to have. You know, team cohesion is very important. Team chemistry mm-hmm. is very important. So England have always had good players over the years, and you know, we the, the, we were we, one of the reasons why the golden generation failed in 2006, 2004. Didn't qualify for Euro 2008 is because mm-hmm. we tried to shove Paul Scholes, uh, Stephen Gerrard, and Frank Lampard all in the same. But we field. also trying to find that perfect balance. And you know what? He's done better than any England manager has done in the past few yeah, so, years. Yeah. You know, with this formula. I, I, for me personally, look, I'm with you. He's not. Let's be. Let's work in the realm of possibility here. Mm-hmm. He's not going before the Euros. No. So, you know yeah, what? Let's no. just get behind him. If he and look, I, I surely the FA can't keep. If we don't win the Euros, it, we, he's yeah. got to go right. Yeah. So I, I, at this point, look, I kind of agree with you coming from, but I'm, I'm, I'm still behind him. It's high um, expectations. Though, you know? I think I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's win or go home. Yeah, win or get sacked. This is win, yeah, win or get sacked. What's come to? But you um, made a point about cohesion. I think there's, there's a very big difference between this team now or this block of. Southgate era to the 2006 2018 those players generally hated each other yeah they these guys anymore. actually have yeah. Yeah. friendships beyond football yeah. right yeah. you have you listen to interviews from Lampard Rivalry Gerard, are the same yeah the rival, they would they would literally sit in their yeah. club squads at England dinners or yeah. they would they wouldn't interact with people i think it was Jermaine Defoe the other day who said um, was it Jermaine Defoe one of the one of the spurs or no Mika Richards sorry yeah, yeah. was talking about the fact that he was at England with Lampard, thought they were buddies, and then got to the Chelsea uh, Chelsea City game, mm. tried to speak to him, ignored him. Yeah, and then yeah. he realised, okay, no, we're just, this is England. Yeah. And then there's actually, these guys think the club yeah. is more important than them. Well, there's, there's an argument. I read an article that say that Southgate runs England like a club rather than like an international team. So he bases the selection more off their performances in the previous games that they've played for England than he does on necessarily their form, which is how a club is run, obviously, Mm. but doesn't necessarily make that much sense in our minds of what you do as a national team manager, but it has been the most successful formula of an England manager for quite a long time. Man, we haven't even actually done that much. Like (laughs) we beat beat Germany. That's all. 
We beat yeah. like we beat oh, we beat yeah. Colombia on penalties. We yeah. beat who do we beat to get through to get through these later stages of the tournament? Fella, you're saying like as soon as we as soon as we play France, we get beaten. You're saying I like we didn't go out to bloody Iceland in the round. Yeah, yeah. We got we beat Germany, who slumped us four one in South Africa. Okay, right. We it's like we never won. You're saying like oh yeah, we beat we beat one good team once. Mate, we never beat a good. But Germany is awful. With this team, with this team, we should not be getting beaten by anyone apart from France. Right. Fine. I think Simple I, as that. That, I think I Fine. think that's we'll, the team. That's we'll, the team to beat. We'll find we'll find out in the Euros this year whether next year, next summer, next summer, within a year, yeah. <laughs> whether England are better than France. <laughs> um, let's go on to our of all time segment. This week we're going to do the top five Premier League centre backs of all time. Camersley, can you give me your list and we will ridicule it or accept it <laughs> look i think 80 percent of this can't be disagreed with i appreciate yeah. number five might be a bit controversial i've gone for oh ledley ledley he's only got one knee yes <laughs> the fact he had one knee means and, he should have been uh, in the top no five. but in the fact that he's got one knee and he was as good as he was means he should probably okay okay hardly yes. had a career just, mate in the premier league let's, 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 let's just ignore it let's ignore that uh, look, just, listen look it has look i knew none of you were going to say it yeah. he, he has to be mentioned in my opinion if he doesn't go into the combined five, whatever, but he is technically, yeah. he, he's, he's, he could arguably be one of the best midfielders I've ever seen, right? Because he used to play in that sort of CDM lot yeah. too. Um, unbelievable player, just an unbelievable bloke too, just the, the, the character of the guy, the way he's been around Spurs. Yeah. Um, and that is what a lot of defending is, right? It's not just, can you take a ball of someone, but your character. And I can think of a couple of centre-backs who, who really lack that, uh, who really <laughs> lack that, you know, that sort of core... Just being a nice bloke, you know? Mm. Um, so uh, Ledley, 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 is he trying five. to at me and Fred? Though? No, I know, I know exactly <laughs> who he's at. I wouldn't dare say his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know who he's at. The legend oh. that is. Yeah, he's from, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Legend. Go on. He, he must be fourth, eh? Um, I then, I'll, I'll run through these next four because they're no, they're no king. That's for sure. Um, I've gone Ferdinand, number four. Ooh, I've gone fourth. I've gone Van Dyke, three. Mm. I've gone Vincent Company, number two. Yeah, and at number one, I've gone Perma... No. <laughs> I've gone to Mandra Vidic, number one. Mandra so Vidic is number one. John Terry's not in your John top Terry five. John Terry didn't make your top five. That's disgusting. Mate, he's he's, he's also terrible. another player that you know could join that crew. No, he's got no... I can't that's who he's talking about. Oh, no. John Terry didn't make the... I was talking about Sol Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Sol yeah, Campbell. Yeah, yeah, that was very I, obvious. I thought he was asking me and Freddie. Yeah, I thought, no, he was saying Sol Campbell. And I can defend I can defend that order too if you want me to. I appreciate it. I'd like you to defend Vidic number one. Yeah, And no John Terry. And Ferdinand Ford. Ferdinand so 4 is a bit crazy. Well, because I, I, to be honest with you, I, I, I really struggled to split between Vidic and Ferdinand. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't want to have sort of them in the, right next to each other. And I personally feel like, and look, I was, I was growing up at the time. But the way I just remember growing up, Vidic was just a bloody... He was an animal. He was a nut. How else? Scary. Animal. And like, when I play football, like, you know, we, we, used to, we play seven aside us boys, right? And like, <laughs> even when I'm going, I look at some people like, I'm like, mate, you're a bit nuts. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's your fault a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I imagine myself yeah. playing against Vidic thinking, mate, like, you know what, not today, boys. You know, like, I was scared of like, Vidic yeah. as a kid. And like, <laughs> you know what, Ferdinand, he's got, he's got an unbelievable player, like physically. Um, but I just feel like, I don't know. There's just something about Vidic which made me think I don't really fancy playing you. Okay. Uh, Vincent Company, obviously, what he's done for City, kind of that sort of generation. Van Dyke, what he's done for Liverpool. Ferdinand, uh, what I've well, mentioned. Why? Why no JT? Because that yeah. is pretty crazy. I'm assuming that we probably all have JT. Yeah. You know what? You couldn't leave his what? You couldn't leave your wife with him, could you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, as I mentioned before, defending more than just kicking balls away. <laughs> who you are as a person. Yeah. And I think some defenders you're about to mention. 
they're, they're not good people okay so, uh, all right well <laughs> I'll, I'll go through my five so i put five village for the reasons that you alluded to just a powerhouse of a defender, five-time Premier League Great winner, defender, Champions League winner, that relationship with Rio Ferdinand, unbelievable. And I was just genuinely scared of that guy as a kid. Like he just, nightmares about that guy. Um, number four, I have put the legend that is Sol Campbell. <laughs> Biggest achievement I think in his career is that he won a trophy with Spurs in 1998-1999. So uh, I think that goes above Invincibles. Above, above, above Premier League trophies, above FA Cups, he, he won a League Cup with Spurs, which is just unbelievable from the guy. And obviously, it's called the Milk Cup. <laughs> really, that's 90s football. Yeah. Really, well, Sol Campbell has to be in there. Also, just the biggest shit house of Premier League history. Judas, <laughs> Judas, <Yeah>. Judas. <laughs> now, number three, somewhat maybe I thought controversially, but Cam's left him completely out of the five. I've put JT at number three, most clean sheets, highest scoring defender. But in my rankings, I've taken a bit of morality into account. You've got to take morality. Yeah, taken a bit of morality into account. And, and JT... He lacks it. <laughs> lacks morality. So, yeah, I've, he's been knocked down the list there. Um, two, Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van, van Dijk, yeah. Dijk. <laughs> Virgil van Dijk just transformed that Liverpool team. Yeah. Champions League, Premier League. Liverpool had been waiting 30-odd years for that Premier League unbelievable player probably i'd say the best actual footballer on the list out of the, all the defenders yeah. best with the ball yeah the most modern modern day footballer I'm disagree he's the most athletic and just unbelievable player top of my list an absolute rolls royce of a defender william saliba oh. <laughs> um, i'm messing around oh, i'm messing around i'm messing around it's rio ferdinand thank the you. other the other rolls royce thank you um Saliba does remind me of him a lot. I was going to say, it's but a bit early to bat. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've gone Rio. I think his, his pace, his strength, he always looked mm. cool on the ball. Yeah, just a, just a top, top defender. And then as I alluded to, the, the partnership with, with Vidic and mm. how many Premier Leagues? God knows. Six, seven God maybe. God. Yeah. Champions League, just a, a yeah. unbelievable mm. guy. The only one but, that surprised me on your list is Sol Campbell, to be honest. Sol Campbell surprised yeah. you? Yeah, I wouldn't have... If I was probably doing a top 10, I don't know that his name would actually come. Well, I'd, I'd, oh, I'd, 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 I'm, I'm going to put a special shout out to Vincent Company. Vincent Company was, uh, in my mind, I wanted to, to put him on the list. But when I looked to the other names, I, I couldn't fit in Vincent, really. Yeah. Um, because he, taken, taken... he won a couple of Premier Leagues, but no Champions yeah. League. And mm. obviously had a banger against um, Leicester. Leicester. Where do you want your statue, Vincent Company? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A great, it's a great thing. Yeah, that is good commentary. But yeah, that's, that's, that's my list, LT. I've gone um, pretty similar to everyone else. I've gone. I've actually gone Vidic five. I've gone Van Dyke four. Gone Ferdinand three. I've gone Company two, and I've gone John Terry one. Uh, John Terry one. Yeah. Terry. With special mentions to Sol Campbell and Tony Adams. Yeah, and you missed out Sol Campbell. Yeah, 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 I missed out Sol Campbell. I also think Williams. Champions Sidney, League final yeah. scorer for Arsenal, man. I also think in ten years' time, I think Williams will be, will be top of that list. <laughs> and I think he's not going to last and long I, enough. And, in the and I think in terms of talent, in terms of talent, like. Pound for pound talent, I think he's top five already. Mm. I think he's I, I don't disagree with that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. William Saliba is a Rolls Royce, just mm -hmm. like Rio Ferdinand. Okay. Nife Bali. Uh pretty simple. Number five, Vincent Company. 
Number four, Virgin van Dijk. Number three, Nemanja Vidic. Number two, John Terry. Number one, Rio Ferdinand. Ooh, she put JT ahead of. Ahead yeah, of, I think uh, I think JT had Vidic. a little bit more leadership than Vidic. Mm. Um, obviously, there's also a difference. Vidic didn't necessarily need to be a leader in that team. Yeah. He didn't need to have. There were so many other leaders. He didn't need to do it. Um, but Vidic was incredible. Ferdinand yeah. number one for me, easy. But also special shout out to Tony Adams. Because he was yeah. either between Company or Tony Adams, but I think yeah, yeah. Company edges it slightly. So, wait, you haven't gone Sol Campbell, but you were no, not Tony Adams? No, I didn't Ad even think about Sol Campbell. Mm. Bro, like, didn't how think about why, but How did you think of Tony Adams then? Just the, the Tony Adams thing, was before Sol Sol Campbell's just a shit Ledley King. <laughs> no, he was a better Ledley King, which is why he went to Arsenal. No, I think that Tony Adams, the goal he scored to win you the league in, what, 90? Yeah, whatever. Everton, I think. Yeah. That goal just sticks in my brain. And yeah. Can we do anything? I don't think who's... Because right, okay, I, I feel like we've done very post-2000 names here. Right. Like, yeah. Can we get maybe from the nine? I'm trying to think. Yapstam. Gary Pallister. Yapstam. Gary Pallister, mate. It's just United players, honestly. It's actually just United centre-backs. Yeah, Yapstam. Definitely probably wasn't... Apart from Ledley Key, definitely wasn't... Not Spurs, that's for sure. Yeah. Arsenal may just... Tony Adams, that's about it, really. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that's, that's fair pretty, enough. Apart from pretty solid list, I, I, I think it's crazy that Cam missed out John Terry. Yeah, I yeah. Think Most clean exactly. sheets of <laughs> no, all time. No, because and the highest scoring defender of all time. I think he's part of the Cambridge University netball team, mate. Okay, <laughs> you, can do the, uh, you can do the acronym there. Um, he, uh, no, I, I, don't, I don't respect him as a person. I don't respect, I don't respect uh, Sol Cavill either. So look, that's why they went on my list. <laughs> There's only one thing. But you're admitting that their Sol Campbell should be on the list instead of Lady King. Fair enough. No, well, <laughs> you can you can you can take, you can influence that if you want. All right, let's go on to cop or drop, boys. You need to give me one thing from this week of sporting events that you're going to cop, and one thing that you're going to drop. Essentially, buy or sell. Right. I'll start it off. I am going to cop Wolverhampton Wanderers. <laughs> they showed up, Big Ange. 2-1, two late goals, and we'll also get a special mention for beating City as well. Wolverhampton, the Arsenal fans absolutely love you boys. <laughs> Thank you so much, you absolute legends. So that's my cop. My drop is going to be because, as I've mentioned, and I, met, I put the Buffalo Bills as my Super Bowl champion this year, and I have to pay for Super Bowl tickets against one of my friends if... Uh, the Buffalo Bills or Josh Allen gets less Super Bowls than Patrick Mahomes. Buffalo Bills are now five and five record this season and they lost to the Denver Broncos who stink. stink. <laughs> but they have just beaten the Chiefs and the Broncos in, in running weeks, which is crazy. But the, the Bills now have the Eagles away, the Chiefs away, Chargers away, Dolphins away, Cowboys at home. So it's looking like the Bills aren't even going to make the playoffs now. Yeah which is insane to think they maybe were third or fourth favourite to win the Super Bowl this year. And they're just probably they not, not even going to make the playoffs and they're going to cost me a hell of a lot of money because <laughs> I'm going to have to pay for Super Bowl tickets. So Quite a lot of similarities with Man United there. Five and five record. Probably won't make the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, there's, they have a star wide receiver the Bills called uh, Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Number 14. He's got a brother who plays for the Cowboys called Trayvon Diggs. And uh, Trayvon Diggs came out and said 14. He tweeted 14 got to get up out of there. Wow. About Stefan Diggs yeah. being at the Bills, which the Bills were meant to be really good this year. And Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs were meant to be really good together. But they're just not. So that's, that's my drop. Camersley. Yeah. Big week, especially the Cricket World Cup. 
obviously India played New Zealand yesterday, put up a mammoth score of nearly 400, uh, 398 I think it was, and that was mainly supported by Virat Kohli, who um, I think this week set the most uh, the record for most amount of runs in a in a tournament in a World Cup, yep. and he still got the final to play. Yeah. Um, and then he also set the record for most amount of ODI 50s. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, excuse me, 50 ODI centuries, yeah. uh, which again is an unbelievable, unbelievable record. So Virat Kohli's my, my cop, and also the entire India team, I think they've been unbelievable. Yeah. Just another little side one on that, just a little extra for you, is also the Indian groundsman. Well, I've, been <laughs> a little, I've heard a lot about this. The Australians are going mental about it because apparently the Indian groundsman, they're like designing the pitches to really help, like really detract from the opponent that India are playing against mm -hmm. for their game. So like, I don't know if a team isn't that good at batting, they'll make the wicket a little bit dodgy or something like that. Like they'll change the, and they're really changing the pitches more so than most sort of host nations have done before. And apparently that's been a big element, which, you know, you can say what you want about that, but you, you've got to do what you want to do to win, right? So fair play to them. So they're my cop, India, Virat Kohli and, and the Indian groundsmen. <laughs> They've all been fantastic. Just the Indian um, nation. Yeah, just the nation of India. Um, yeah, big time. And then my drop is actually, and I've actually, I'm, I'm doing something new here. I'm doing a, a set of sport initiative right now. I'm, I'm starting a petition, right? Okay, I, I feel like, you know, we, we started something pretty special here, boys. And I really want to change, I want to change sport if we can, right? Okay. And something that I bloody hate, and it's just started, we've all come to it, is the international calendar. Oh, yeah. international weekend. What, Sign what are they me doing? up. So look, I'm, I've just got an idea. I'm going to throw it out to you, boys. I, tell me if it's awful, right? But here's my idea. Get rid of them. Okay, so there's five <laughs> weekends. Plain and simple. Yeah, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to them, right? But there's five feet. There's five weekends a year. Five weekends a season: September, October, November, March, and uh, May. Right? Okay. So that's five weekends, and we play about ten games in those weekends. So what I say is, don't do any international breaks. Just play the season straight through, and then you finish it about five weeks early, right? Mm. So you probably you could probably finish it. You could even say end of April. Make sure you've got the Champions League done, the FA Cup done, and all the leagues done, right? Mm. Okay. Then you've got the beautiful month of May, right? And so here's my solution. Play all your qualifiers in one go, in 10 games. Just have the whole month of May just for international football. Because, like, okay, can you tell me who's who's top of England? You, you can because they, the groups are almost finished. But, like, can, like, if you just think about it now, can you tell me wh who is winning whose group? Like, you know, how no. many Scotland are behind? I don't care. Like, you, just, you, you look into it for a couple of weeks and then you completely lose momentum and then you forget mm. about it for a month and then you get back into it again. Whereas I feel like if it was all in one go... Firstly, it'd be massive for, for international football because I feel like everyone hates international football mm. unless it's yeah. a big tournament. It would almost feel like a big tournament, like a qualifying month. It'd be quite exciting. Everyone can get behind it. It'd be like a World Cup every year. Almost, yeah. Right? And then also for, for football too because, you know, you don't, teams are getting momentum. Like, for, you know, Arsenal fans and United fans are probably looking at Spurs right now saying, cool, it'd be nice if they could play this weekend, you know. And in normal sports, they would. They've just played the season straight through. So my petition is, my, my drop is the international break. Put it all in the month of May and save international football. Listen, Cam, I would I would sign the petition. I'm signing yeah. it. Because I hate the international break. They're awful. The only thing I would say that they'd probably argue against it is that if you had injuries at the end of the season, you'd be losing those big players mm. for that month. Whereas when the games are spread out over a year, you maybe have Madison out for this set of games. Sure. But then by the end of the, what, the next one's in May, did you say? Yeah. or uh, uh, February. February, then... Madison will probably be back. So, so what you should we start doing World Cups over the course of two yeah. years? Right. Like it's yeah. it's look, and also too is that like it, again it's on the other foot. Then you wouldn't have the whole oh do we have to release Madison for this international break? Mm. Do we have yeah. to release this player because then like clubs start getting weird about who they release because someone's got a knock and stuff like that. Then at the end of the April, you, the clubs have no control over the players. It, it's straight to the internationals. The player's injured. It's unfortunate, you know. But again, you know my views it's, on injuries. Boys. It's a good drop. <laughs> it's, up. it's a good drop. I. <laughs> would also drop the international yeah. break. Nife Bali, what's your cop? What's your drop? 
Cop is Saracens obviously went up to Newcastle and rested the majority of the England internationals that yeah. absolutely battered them. Nice. Again, just showing that their squad depth is unreal. And yeah. They will probably win. After that stinky start to the season. Exactly. So it's like I said, Saris do it. They don't really care. Yeah. Once everyone's back, they figure it out and they just batter everyone. So nice. Cop, Saris, and I'm going to drop Chelsea and Roman Abramovich. Obviously. We've seen today that there's been a report or some statements about some shell company payments to agents, to players and stuff like that, which we probably expected of Chelsea. We think oh, it's something that Chelsea would Standard do. Chelsea. Chelsea um, behavior exactly so yeah. it's uh, just confirmation I'm just dropping their entire team and but it, it's, it's crazy what they're accused of of they, they're making payments from Cyprus yeah to advisors of players that are hidden which the advisors are allowed to take the money but if you don't declare that mm -hmm. in terms of FSP and it's tens of millions to yeah. these guys and then you're not declaring that to FFP. They paid 10 million to and Such Antonio a Roman Conte. Abramovich move. Yeah. 10 million to Conte, and then they paid a couple million to people with Hazard that yeah. essentially made Hazard choose Chelsea mm. over Man United. Yeah. Who, who would have thought that um, a bloke who sold billions of pounds and dollars from the Russian people and blood, Russian oil <laughs> money would be a cheat? It's beggar's belief. Absolutely insane, Cameras. It's crazy, yeah. Chelsea. And Abramovich. All, all their success is bought. Yeah. But Louis T. Um, I'm going to cop Saudi Arabia and the Riyadh season. <laughs> bo boxing. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. They put on they put on Fury versus Ngannou. <laughs> That's the most Louis cop I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Fury and Ngannou they put on. And now they just put on what we saw yesterday at the press conferences. Uh, Probably the most of the most um the most depthy card I've ever yeah. seen in the history of boxing. You've got Joseph Parker, Deontay Wilder, you got Joshua versus Otto Wallen, who Otto Wallen's a danger man, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You got um you got Ar you got Arthur versus Bivol. Mm. Unbelievable yeah. card, top to bottom. What a card. what what a what a fantastic job they're doing in the in the fighting in the fighting scene, Saudi Arabia. And we gotta <laughs> give them massive credit for doing that. Because they're putting on the fights people want they to see. They are putting the fights on. Yeah. yeah. And my drop of the week is also another fighting. I'll go for MMA. Tom Aspinall should not be the interim heavyweight champion of the world. He should be the heavyweight champion of the world. John Jones is injured for eight months. Mm. You've got Steve Miocic, who's 42 years old, going to fight John Jones, who's going to be 40 by the time they fight. It's an absolute joke and a disgrace. They should not be fighting for the heavyweight championship of the world. Tom Aspinall is the best in that division. And he should be the legit champion at this stage. Well, Tom Aspinall, pretty amazing though. Tom Aspinall. Sergei Pavlovich knocked him out in what, 60, 60 Bat seconds? 60 seconds. After pa Pavlovich, seconds. Pavlovich has won his last six six fights by knockout in the first round. Unbelievable Russian hammer. It did look yeah. like he, he, early doors, he maybe shook Oh yeah, he did, he did, he did, he did. But Aspinall him. just came back and, and took rocked, him out. Rocked him. Aspinall yeah. is unbelievable. You've heard it from Michael Bisbing, who is our, yeah. our ex-middleweight champion of the world. He has said for ages that Tom Aspinall will be the best heavyweight of all time in the history of MMA. He's unbelievable. I think he knocks out John Jones. His story is unbelievable. His his dad left his job when Aspinall was eight years old to train Aspinall to become a UFC, to become an MMA fighter. He's been to every single training event since. And now Aspinall's the world heavyweight champion at, th at 30 years old. Yeah. Unbelievable. So talented. Black belt in jiu-jitsu. Unbelievable on the ground. Yeah. Knockout power in both hands. Yeah. Can kick, can do it all. And he will, and you will not see this guy being beaten for a very long time. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough, Louis. Can I ask like a question it. on your cop, if that's okay, very quick? Go on. 
So Saudi Arabia, would you not say that potentially the reason why we struggled so much to see the fights we want to in the heavyweight division is because they're all waiting for the Saudi Arabia money? Oh, so like it's okay. in their hand, basically, it, because now they all expect it. It's basically, well, if Saudi Arabia don't want to put the money in, which, you know, that, at the moment it looks like they are, but, you know, there could be one day in the future where they don't. Is there potentially that now they're expecting, oh, I need 50 million to have a fight now? Cameron Lee. Can you see the danger Cameron there? Cameron Lee. Cameron Lee. Frank Roar and Eddie Hearn have been enemies for the last 15 years. They haven't even met in person. Saudi Arabia got them on the stage together yeah. last night. Yeah, they were on the stage together yeah. promoting an event on the, on, on the same stage, press conference, it's all going off. And they're, and, and they're, they're like side by side trying to get in the like, Because they just, made, the they just made millions. It was fantastic. Yeah, but who cares? Who cares? If Saudi Arabia want to pay millions and lose money on every event, but then give everyone what they want to see, who cares? Yeah. I don't Fair care. Fair. I want to watch, I want to be entertained. Yeah. Can you see where I'm coming from in terms of like the long term? Absolutely sort of. not. I think, I they, absolutely I think they will not. always. I think Saudi Arabia do just want to become the boxing capital like Vegas yeah is was maybe saudi arabia is that boxing capital now and they will just host the biggest fights and they will just pay the the big money for it Let's just to that. improve saudi arabia's yeah. reputation around the world maybe some could call it sports washing mm. but <laughs> i think that's what you should probably could we can call it that yeah <laughs> and louis has been washed let's not get political let's not get political let's not get political saudi arabia are doing a fantastic job we love the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I mean, <laughs> some podcast. Louis wants and to be out there, bro. <laughs> we do love them, and yeah. they're doing a fantastic job. And keep it up. They'll come in wearing a tea towel next week. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Let's, uh, I'd also just like to shout out uh, a couple other drops that that were potentially in my thinking. I saw an article this week that Townsend has been eating chicken feet. Oh, I saw career. that. I was on the podcast. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Potential drop. Like, just why is he eating chicken feet? Uh, apparently it's got collagen or something that's yeah. meant to prolong your career. He did just, say that. Just, apparently he's never felt better. For doing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Maybe yeah, we right. should all start eating chicken feet. <laughs> but right. for me, it's a drop. Oh, speaking China, boys. Uh, and then also, just quickly, the, the Netflix Cup. Uh, I don't know whether anyone has just checked in on this, but it was the first live sports event Netflix have ever done between golfers and F1 drivers and it was a shit show. Oh really? It was like I mean they advertised the shows coming up with trailers more than the actual on course action. Mm. And it's just the first hole was called a speed hole where they oh, set a, they set, they set off a this. horn and then they've got to hit the ball <laughs> onto the green and then they both get in carts and drive down a little track and then they've all got to get on the green and whoever puts it in first it was just a mess and i mean it's probably the way that sports media is going in yeah. some way um i mean that just another thing too just briefly yeah. just to the f1 i don't know if you've seen any of action the f1 yeah. how angry some of the uh, the staff the staff is going yeah. crazy 99 percent yeah. show one percent sporting event and apparently yeah. the company that put the whole uh vegas grand prix together had a party and it started at like 10 30 which really messed up all the team sort of media schedules and mm. meetings and stuff yeah and they wanted all the drivers to come to it and half of them didn't turn up because they're like mate we, we cannot yeah, stand doing it yeah um but i mean i'm really excited I'm, I'm definitely watching the race yeah well the vegas grand prix that that was something that i had in the center spot roundup just to That's shout it out no, no 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 just to shout it out and be like yeah watch it because it's it's going to be cool oh, seeing be so cool. the first ever las vegas grand prix for sure it's going to be pretty crazy seeing the cars going down the strip, strip and, yeah, and yeah. whatnot and you've got the big sphere there yeah. god knows yeah. what's going to be on that but yeah it's, it's, it's going to be, be a it's going to be a pretty pretty um it's gonna be a great show yeah 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 <laughs> which verstappen does not like apparently yeah. on that let's go on to the center spot roundup boxing you've you've kind of mentioned it lt yeah. the aj wilder on the same card yeah 
But what we can mention is what's been announced today is the Fury Usyk yeah, fight, which is yeah. happening on February 17th. I don't know about you boys. I think Usyk's going to absolutely batter him. I think mm. Fury's lost his legs. You saw it against Garnu. You saw it against Dylan White vaguely and against Azura. He is not the same fighter he was. Those You can't fight Deontay Wilder and get dropped five times in three fights and then be the same fighter after that. He doesn't look as good in, in shape. His legs are wobbly when he's fighting now. He's not as fast. He's 35 years old. But it's not. LT, you're so reactionary. You are. This is how you, you are. are. Yeah. This is how you he just taught them too. He, he, he's going to win the league yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> but you, you, you were singing Fury's praises. We've spoken about Fury Usyk and the potential of that fight before. And you said Fury, Fury smokes him. Did you see but, him against that side? Did you see him against I that saw he's not as strong against Ngannou. Seriously, though. Did you see him against that? But he didn't take it seriously. That guy on his debut fight, and he got rocked. He'd never seen. He'd never seen any tape of Ngannou. Which is important to a boxer, right? You've got right. to see how the other person fights. Right. It's similar size to him. Usyk, nowhere near. Like, it's Fury, bro. Like, he had an off off fight, but he still ended up winning. He'll, he he'll win. beat Usyk, mate. Well, he won on the, he won on the, on the general school. Well, he won. He, didn't, he, 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 got bat, he got battered. He, he won. He got knocked down, but he won. He outboxed Ngarni. It looked like he was going to get... Ngarni won that fight, in my opinion. And Fury looks like he's just in it for the money now. He's lost his love for the game. He, he balloons up and yeah. you can't balloon up and wait like he does all the time. He does, he's not healthy. He's oh, he, he goes up and up and down and wait all the time. He does, he goes back down to, to fight for one week and then goes back up, shoots another three stone up. But it's like you can't do that over a career and expect to be expected to be long lasting. The reason why Vladimir Klitschko was so good at 40 years old is because he stayed stable in his and he, and he looked after himself. Fury has not looked after himself. Look at Cristiano Ronaldo. Looked after himself until he was 38. Mm. Look at Wayne Rooney. Didn't look after himself and he finished at 33. He's, he's like, you, 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 as an athlete, you've got to look after yourself every single year to be at the top when you move past 35. Bro, look but at we, how he I, came back though after. I, I tell you what, I was, before we went into the conversation, I was 80% sure Fury would win, right? And after, I think Louis made some really good points there. And I'm, I'm dropped. Just, just in this moment, mate, I've dropped massively. I can really see you saying that. Bro, you say that to me. <laughs> yeah. But you like, say, honestly, like, I, I, you say Fury's points there, man. Like, you can't, like, you can't yeah, say that Fury has to look it. after himself, bro. He went through a few years of sniffing a load of cocaine and drinking yeah, to that, death. That will help against. And then uh, yeah. He, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then, then, then ballooned to however many stone, stone he yeah. was, lost it all, and then has come back and still been the best, one of the best heavyweights of all time. Yeah, man. So, so. The I mean, argument of fight, like for, without a doubt, like, even I, if Fury's, I don't think it will be. What, what, uh, Fury's how, skill comes from his yeah, boxing he's, skill, exactly. not his IQ, man. It's the IQ at the end of the day. He's, he's Usyk doesn't know. have IQ. Yeah, but it's different. I would say Usyk no, has of course, IQ, no, it's, it's it's different though because you mentioned the Ngarni one again. Didn't see footage. It's an exhibition at the end of the day. He doesn't really care. He he wasn't he's definitely up money. for that man. It's yeah. not like Listen, this. He's going to be up for it, and he's got a couple months to get ready. He's going to take a serious camp. If he wasn't up for it, why did he take it? Because money. At the end of the day, fight in December, man. And it was meant to be an easy fight. Like, and it, it wasn't, but it was meant to be. But and yeah, it's but meant to be easy money. money yeah. But yeah, but it's money, right? Then like, then obviously, so he cares more about money than about his- you Yeah, know, yeah, I don't, I don't deny that. 35 is fair enough. enough. Again, yeah. Usyk, that's Usyk, what he Usyk should probably arguably be favorite. Yeah. He loves money, man. But Usyk, Usyk, I, think, I think Usyk wins every round and stops him from, eight, from in the round. In, in Just eight this has changed so much in the last couple of weeks. Louis, looking forward then, right? Okay, so potentially in your opinion, what happens after these fights? So we have AJ versus Wallin, Wilder versus Parker. 
what so how so where does where does, I think what will be the law of the land after well the, the law of the land will go um well Usyk's 36 I think he'll retire soon he's just signed a professional he's just signed a one-year professional deal with a football team actually in, in, in <laughs> really? Ukraine really so I think he'll retire I think I think this will be Fury and Usyk's last fight unless they do the, unless it's like close and they might have might do the rematch but if it's like a blowout I don't think they'll do a rematch you don't see Joshua Wilder getting a chance Joshua I think Joshua's like he just seems very angry and he's lost his love he I think he's another one who's lost his love for the game. He just yeah. seems like very. I think Wallen's a good fighter. Yeah. Wallen's a good fighter. Joshua didn't look, hasn't looked good in his last few fights. I know he's got the win. Did you, did you see the Louis Theroux documentary with? Yeah, he lost his temper in that. He looks, he looks, he just looks very, he looks, he looks very like Upset. unhappy. He looks he very unhappy. Talk sport having an agenda yeah. against him. Yeah, too. that's quite funny. With Fury's the that. same though. Fury won't yeah. let Frank Warren speak to talk sport anymore. Yeah, because Simon yeah. Jordan, uh, yeah. Simon Jordan's always been the biggest fan of Fury, and then he said something bad against him, like he was dodging Usyk or something. And now Fury's banned Frank Warren. Queen Madonna's man, I tell you, man. It's ego. Simon Jordan. That's what Saudi Arabian money does to you, mate. Let me tell you now. The one to watch in the future is our most most Satuma, most Satuma, the eighteen-year-old. Who's um up and coming British heavyweight? Not to everyone he's fought. Very very good. Very talented. Could be the heavyweight world champion in the next three. Years. We need a new one, man. We need yeah, we, we need, need some new blood one. coming through. New blood. So let's hope so. NFL. Some big upsets. Seven and two Ravens lose to the Browns, who are now six and three, but they lost to Sean Watson their their QB to a season-ending injury in the first half. But actually, they were 17-10, 17-9 down when he got injured, and Turned they up. ended up winning it. Yeah, 33-30 or something. So. But Ravens were looking like a Super Bowl winning team. Lamar Jackson, MVP candidate. But surprising, surprising loss for, for the Ravens. And then I shouted out CJ Stroud last week and he went to Cincinnati. And Joe Burrow, obviously the QB at Cincinnati, beats Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Texans go five and four. CJ Stroud is just an animal. Rookie, absolute beast. But yeah, those are the kind of big games in the NFL that I thought were worth noting. Cricket. Mm. Through to the World Cup final on Sunday, India and Australia. India unbeaten so far. Kohli, as you mentioned, is a robot. Amen. And Cameras, what do you what do you have for this final? Are you predicting the Aussies to 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 bring an upset? I mean, look, you never ever see me back in the Australians unless it's against India on their home soil. I've, <laughs> I've never been a bigger Aussie than I am right now. Um, I don't know. It's just. It just, it all seems like it's lined up for India. And like, you know, I just, I, I don't know, maybe it's the cynic inside of me. Uh, but I just want to see the Australians go there and sort of disappoint the party a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't uh, lie, me too. Because you know? yeah. India have looked unstoppable. Unstoppable. I just think it, it would just be great, you know. Yeah. Uh, I do kind of like Australia. Let them too, win you know? it in they, their home country, come. man. Let oh, mate, yeah. come on. It's that, that's not what sport's about, mate. You know? <laughs> that's that's what, what, what we're doing here. All right, um, boys, <laughs> let's, uh, let's finish this off with a test of ball knowledge. Nifei, yeah. the reigning champ at this moment in time, grab your buzz. I've, I've, I've got my scoring book. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into it. What we're going to do is we're going to do guess the transfer fee player, right? I'm going to give you a transfer fee, a transfer between clubs. You've got to tell me who the player is. I'm going to give you two points if you just get it from when I give you the transfer between clubs and the fee. One point if I have to tell you the year. Okay. And you get okay. it, all right? First one. Napoli to Chelsea, 57 million euros. They're all in euros, by the way. Well, it's out like, of like, it's, it's like two players. Go. Uh, 57, Jorginho. He's got it. Oh, yeah. Louis starts with two. Because Koulibaly wasn't a lot more. Yeah, I thought someone might. I was hoping you said Koulibaly when he buzzed before. Someone might slip up and go for Koulibaly there. I think he was about 40 something. Swansea to Man United, 
29.1 million euros. Oh. Daniel James. Oh, LT! LT's got a strong man. That's, that's four uh, Neve points, Barley, that's a shocker from you, yeah, bro. That's that's, there's literally one player that's got from Spain to Man U. 29.1 million. 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 Yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. I actually just blanked. <laughs> just blanked, man. All right. Man City to Chelsea. 47 million. Sterling? Oh, it's not Sterling. Cole Palmer. <laughs> it's Cole Palmer. LT with a 6 nil lead. It was 40 over oh, 47. I might give you one point there, actually. Why? Because, what? He said why? No, because I took out... Um, he took Sterling out of the equation for you. And that was meant to be between Sterling and Cole Palmer. Oh, so I'm giving you one point for that. Sterling was meant to be our first question. All right. So it was 5 nil nil. It's 5 0 0. Jesus. Right now. Step it up, boys. LT is on fire. I'm a bit nervous. Montpellier <laughs> to Arsenal. Oh, Camerslia. I didn't even, hear the, didn't even have to give him the fee, bro. Didn't even have to give him the fee. 12 million. 12 million. Oh, nah, no, no, he's not getting three points for that. He's not getting three points. You already said Arsenal. Or you didn't say Montpellier. I said Montpellier to Arsenal. Dynamo Zagreb. Modric. <laughs> oh, was that three then? Was that three then? No, you didn't even say Tottenham, man. These aren't the rules. These aren't the rules. These aren't the rules. These aren't the rules. Right, this one. No, pause, pause. This one. What the hell's going on? I'm not even buzzed. King of all knowledge. King of all knowledge. One game, mate. Yeah, and one game only. You've been found out. Five, four, zero. This one is. Really hard. I, I might give you multiple transfers if you can't get it from the first one. West Ham to Liverpool, 4.5 million in 2007. Mascherano. No, it's not Mascherano. West you Ham. are now frozen out. West Ham to Cameron. Liverpool, 4.5 million. Liverpool to Chelsea, 10.5 million in 2010. You can come back in after this one if they don't. Wait, 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 wait. Liverpool to Chelsea, 10.5 million in 2010. Oh, man, I've got nothing. Oh, wait. Oh, nothing. You can't get it? Oh, do you want the next I, one? I would love to. I could go now. You want to go now? Yossi Ben Ayoun. <laughs> Yossi Ben Ayoun. It is Yossi Ben Ayoun. Yeah, I'm giving him one. I'm giving him one. What's always at 550? It's 5-5-0 right now. Wow. Me, yeah. I've been in Paris the whole This season. one, I would also argue, is very tough, and I'll be impressed if you get it. It was... Yeah, I won't say what it was. I'll maybe say that as a clue. Lille to Liverpool, 12.63 million. Lille to Liverpool, 12.6 million. You want the year? Yeah. 2014. 12.6. 12.63 million, yeah. And that's Euros too. So yeah, Euros, yeah. Pound. I'll bring in another clue for one point. Go on. HFC likes the guy a lot. He, he's made some claims about this guy on this podcast, about him being one of the best backups. Oh, shit. Uh, my mind's gone blank. You got it? Divock Origi? It is Divock. Oh, what was that? I was it is Divock. It is Divock Origi. Where did he come from? I know. Monica. Was that Monica? I was just thinking about... Uh, yeah. Oh. Wow. Is that 6-5? Six, it's 6-5-0. Six, oh, it's tight at the top. Next one. Vanessa Valencia to Spurs, 13.5 million. Oh, Vanessa Valencia. 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 Oh, V
Soldado. It is Roberto Soldado. I'm not even getting a chance here, man. He gets Fucking the hell. two points. Arsenal to Man City. Seven. Adebayo. Mm, it's not Adebayo. No, mate, that's the ball I was trying to go for. Yeah, so many players. I had to try it. I had to try it. Bakri Sanya. It's not Bakri Sanya. Cliche. Yeah, it's not Bakri He gets one point. You should have waited for the... Because, well, I didn't actually know this until a couple of days ago, but Bakri Sanya went for free. Um, Gail Cliche went for 7.75 million. Oh God. If anyone was interested. What's score update, sorry. Score update, 9-5-0. So, we have... Three more here. So, LT, there's a chance, mate. I might even make the, the last one double. I'm happy. I'm actually, I don't know if Louis agrees. I don't want to change the rules here, but I'm happy to make these three points to go so Nife has a chance of winning. If he can get three in a row. I'm happy with that as well. I want to accept that. Yeah? Okay. These ones are actually, these ones are interesting ones. Real Madrid to Man United, 75 million. Casemiro. That was me first. That was me first as well. Did you get it wrong? I'd have said Casemiro. What is your answer? You got it wrong. What? What's your answer? Casimiro. You were first. Casemiro. It was Casemiro. It's Casemiro. Oh, it's, I did it's not Casemiro. It's not Casemiro. <laughs> it's not Casemiro. Oh my god! Wait. <laughs> no, I know who it is. No, no, no. no. Go on, I did it on the year. On the year. I know. You, it is. you still you got. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Casemiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both said Casemiro. Yeah. 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 As far as I thought, I was still in the game. No. No. You said it. Oh, you said it. Yeah. No, no. You could also. Yeah. I know who it is. You said it. Um, you can't give him the year. I won't give you the year. You, did you buzz? I haven't buzzed. Well, no. He did he buzz. buzz. He did buzz. He buzzed. He buzzed. You did buzz. No, you did buzz. buzz. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say, Carlos, you've got to give me a, an answer. Now. I know who it is. Um, oh, my God. Uh, Three, two, one. Don't come with Can you get... Oh, Five. I'm out. I'm out. I don't know. Wait. I don't need it. Give Maria. It is D Maria. Of course it is. He gets the three. He gets... Oh, you could have back don't offer, don't offer those points. You, you messed me up with Casemiro because I think Casemiro. He's gonna six, win it now. Seven. He's gonna get through. Well, it. I can't lie. You changed the rules. No, was that? No, that's one point. Is it? No, no, it's three. Uh, it's two points. Yeah, fine. Okay, two points. Why are you nervy? Why are you nervy? Then? Well, um, protecting the lead. Chelsea to Man United, forty-four point seven million. It was me again, Juan Mata. It's not Juan Mata. What? It's not Juan Mata. <laughs> this is a tough one. That was not what? quite matter. Wait, Chelsea to United, 44. Sorry. 44.7 million. It's, that was the only option, wasn't it? No, you can't give them the year yet because they both buzzed. Yeah, yeah. They both buzzed. So they, they, Chelsea, Chelsea they've, they've, they've got a guess. What are you telling me? Chelsea to Man United. You've got both. You're both in. I'll give you five seconds each. For 44. Five. Oh, Matic. It is Matic. Oh, no, you it is Matic. He might well, have just said five, it. I thought I'm out of here. And then Matic. I just All right. This, so, current scores on the board. Got cameras on 12. Louis, after such a hot start, has not scored a point. He's now <laughs> on five. He went five nil, five zero zero up. And it's now Louis still on five and Nife on two. So, yeah. We'll just do this one for fun. <laughs> Uh, Make it worth 10 points. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Barcelona to Chelsea, 27 million. Deco. Mm-mm. Fabregas? Mm-mm. I'll give you the year in... Can we come back in for the year? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you come back in for the year. Five, four, three, two, one, nada. Oh, no. 2015. Yeah? Yeah, fine. I'll Pedro. Give you it. it is Pedro. Well done.
Well should, done. So Nife actually levels the score. Well, yeah, he yeah, levels, levels the scores the score. there. Levels levels the scores there. No, he got three for that. I got three, got three points, for that. Because <laughs> uh, he, he didn't take you. Like I'm last. Uh, no, you came drawn last. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or drawn second. So, <laughs> I've got Kamersley, both you combined. Kamersley, yeah. after multiple attempts, you've taken the crown this week. Congratulations. The, the, king of, the new king of ball knowledge is Kamersley. Wow. Who'd have thunk it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That wraps up this week's episode. We are so close to 1,000 subscribers. Yes, so sir. close. I think we're, we're 12 off. 12 off. So, uh, honestly, please hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Comment down below and we will see you next week. Hit your nan subscribe button too, yeah? <laughs>